0: Good afternoon, this is Justin Benson, and today I'll be discussing a text entitled Interpreting Perlman's Universal Audience Gross versus Crosswhite. Uh, Gross and Crosswhite are the two people whose interpretations that the author Charlotte Jorgensen will be discussing. She'll be analyzing, she'll be comparing these two people's interpretation of perlman's universal audience so first i think the most beneficial thing to do would be to define or to discover illuminate what perlman defined as a universal audience so that can be found in the middle of page two of this text written by jorgensen um and it reads, the universal audience refers to, quote, argumentation that presumes to gain the adherence of every rational being, end quote. Pretty simple, right? Um, just for contrast, I'm going to read what uh, a particular audience is defined as, Um So a particular audience consists of a group of addressees who share a certain feature, a segment, a forum of experts, members of a political party, a group of youngsters, pretty antiquated term, in my opinion. Uh, Then the quote continues just to say, or women. So for a particular audience um, or to make up a particular audience, rather, the members of the audience have to share a subculture or they have to be a part of the same subgroup or just have a commonality, a main commonality that essentially um, insinuates their level of interpretation for whatever the writer is trying to argue Um, But the universal audience um, in this text is defined as something that's kind of, you know, presumed already. I would think that Pearlman is defining the universal audience as people who just have sense and can be persuaded. I would uh, venture to say a universal audience is. Um, perhaps can be defined as um, a group of people living in the same community. They don't share like the same subculture, same like demographic, no anything. They just happen to live in the same area. So when argument is presented to these two groups respectfully, the response is different. And I feel that... That is where Crosswhite and Gross differ um, in their interpretations of this argument. Um, So first, I would definitely like to see how Perlman distinguishes between universal and abstract, um, and does so by saying an abstract value, for instance, is justice and truth, Um, Whereas France and church are examples of concrete values. Um, And he brought up this analogy in order to better distinguish between universal or um, a particular group or value. Um, the text goes on to say is that they can be regarded as valid for a universal audience only on the condition that their content not be specified. As soon as we try to go into detail, we meet only the adherence of particular audiences. So it's it, it, this uh, passage that I just read is definitely um, purposeful to read and interpret for a reader because it makes imperative that you cannot, for lack of a better words, go over people's head with an argument or a claim that one is trying to make. And I feel like that's the difference between um, Gross and Crosswhite because I understand that Gross' is a claim uh makes a sort of general distinction about argumentative discourse in that um you know it's either one or the other um as far as a particular or a universal audience whereas crosswhite um denotes that they can exist simultaneously um and that they actually you know coexist within each other So going down to, well, it's the texts, uh, pages 15. At the bottom, there is a paragraph that highlights that there is an important point for Crosswhite that the construction of the universal audience must always begin with the particular audiences. So from the particular audiences that are selected, you can go broader and, I guess, um... Perhaps maybe even dilute um, the message that is, you know, being portrayed for the universal audience to be more palatable just so that the redder can get their point across.